It's all about the lamplighter, isn't it? About the lamplighter? It's all- So, I think we should start with the rundown. Richard, run with the start down. Run with the start down. We need to start. We need to do. Rundown. We need to get going and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it all day. All day. Any any new drops? Uh, no. I had a suggestion for a new drop, um, but I don't remember what it was, and I didn't put it on the board. <laughs> it's this this kind of stellar follow up that right. garners us so many followers. What are we up to now? Thirteen. 13 followers um, at, of at your pod. I have no idea. I can look it up for you. No, uh, that's okay. Too bad. I'm already doing it. <laughs> oh, should I put in my password? Screw it. Never mind. Uh, yeah, sure. 13. Why not? <laughs> uh, here we go. Oh, wow. When you search your pod, we're the only ones that show up. Oh yeah. We own that shit. Wow. Yes. Uh, 13 followers. That's hot. Hmm. That's super hot. Yet we're only following 11 people. Oh, you're talking about on Twitter. Oh, I have no yeah. idea on Twitter. No clue. I just told you. Well, yeah, but I meant like I'm just, before. I just thought it was interesting that 13 people follow us, but we only follow 11 people back. So we're kind of we're kind of dicks. Yeah, we are kind of dicks, aren't we? To two people. I thought you meant on the on the old uh, feed. Oh, on the the subscriber feed. Yeah, we have like uh, 200 downloaders, right? Mm. <laughs> no, 100, 181 of those are bots. Uh, no, no, that's not true. Oh, not true that not true that they're bots. They're real people. They're all real people. Or not true that we don't have two hundred people. We need to monetize this thing. I keep trying. We yeah. had some uh, some commercials. Do we have any, Do we <laughs> commercials? Do we have any sponsors this week? Uh, go to meeting. Go to meeting. Citrix. Go to meeting. <laughs> this episode of Air Compound is brought to you by Squarespace. Oh, yes, Squarespace. That's been uh I've seen that on the Hulu ads. Yeah, Squarespace. Uh yeah, we're going to have we're going to have Jeff Bridges come in and, and play a little flute for you <laughs> and, and sing you to sleep. What doesn't he advertise? He's like the Matthew McConaughey of the digital world. He advertises all the things. He fights for the users. He does fight for the users. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Nicholas has a correction. I do have a correction. Okay. Um so now we're we're getting into the show proper. Um, yeah, I've got a correction on episode 75, our last episode, I bitched and moaned that the Amazon pilot, uh, with Titus Welliver in it, Bosch, um, had been abandoned and I was pissed because I really liked the pilot and, and I didn't get anything out of that. And then like two days later, Amazon announced, Hey, guess what? Bosch, we filmed a whole season of it and now it's available. Um, so it made me look kind of like a dick, but the good news is you can watch season one of Bosch now it's on Amazon prime. And uh, it's pretty good. It's no, uh, it's no House of Cards, but it's pretty good. I feel like it doesn't take much to get a full season order from Amazon. Yeah, you're probably right. I, it feels, I mean, it they, feels like they're really feeling the pressure of Netflix kind of blowing up. They did give Alpha House like two seasons already. <laughs> wow. Are you still watching that? No, oh, I watched okay, the first good. one and I was like, oh, I guess that'd be funny. Never mind. Man, that could have been time spent rewatching Peaky Blinders. Oh, I love some Peaky Blinders. I'm all out of Peaky Blinders now. I watched episode one with oh, uh, so good. at K Bay, Katie from Chesapeake. It's so, so good. And it just gets better and better. 
I was intrigued. And just keep watching, bro, because season two, mm. Tom Hardy. See, I'm an, I, I get that, and I'm excited about Tom Hardy, but I think where I was kind of annoyed with Peaky Blinders is that they didn't use the Peaky Blinders in, even in the first episode. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, they they do, uh, uh, spoiler alert, they do use them at one point. I don't remember which episode it is, but um, but only for like a second. So I think maybe we should enlighten our audience that they don't listen or watch uh, Peaky Blinders. It's a show on Netflix set uh, post-World War One mm-hmm. in England, and indeed. it's about – in where? I said indeed. I was oh, indeed. agreeing. Indeed. You know, playful banter. That's what we do. Trust. Uh, it's about a gang in England that – what are they? They like book – they fix races – they're, yeah, like book, they they're like bookies or something. I don't yeah. know. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they get involved in some crazy stuff. And I guess they, the name of their gang is called the Peaky Blinders because they sew razor blades into their hats. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, hey, okay, first episode, let's see some razor blade action. Nope. 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 But I guess maybe maybe that's okay. Maybe that's kind of like Gotham introducing every character in their universe in that first episode. <laughs> so that's maybe that's... Is. Maybe that's okay. They introduced every razor blade in the first episode. <laughs> um, so my correction is that I was wrong in bitching about not having Bosch. Okay, so now uh, you have Bosch. I have Bosch now, and I like it. It's, I mean, it's not the greatest show in the world, but I really like Titus Welliver, and he's really good in it. And so I'm mm-hmm. watching it. I know okay. about halfway through it. It's pretty good. Good for you. And um, speaking of Amazon, um. They also, uh, I think you tweeted it out. I can't remember. Um, they ordered a full season of the new pilot, Man in the High Castle. Yes, I sent that right over to you yes. with uh, post haste. Post haste, because I knew that you would be excited about it. I'm, I'm excited. Feel these nipples. I'm gonna need you to calm down. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Two uh, two full series orders of uh, shows that you want to watch. Indeed. Now, I don't know when we're going to get to see all of um, Man in the High Castle, but we know that it's coming. They don't do the Netflix throw all the episodes on there at once. They do indeed. Yes, they do. Oh, they do? Yeah. Excellent. Okay. But the problem with Man in the High Castle is they've only filmed the pilot and they haven't filmed everything else yet. So Mm. I don't know when that's going to happen. That is generally problematic to having all content released at the same time. It sure is. If the content does not exist, it's hard to get all of it. Gotcha. Um, Yeah. That thing. So we missed the Oscars. Yeah. This year. We kind of skipped the Oscars. Well, but it was kind of your fault. Well, not really your fault. Well, it was it was uh Storm or Winter Storm Pandora's fault. Was that the name of it? Pandora? It was. It was. Uh much like this this storm wow. from the past few days was Winter Storm Remus. Remus has has dumped a lot of snow on us. Yeah. Ha- hashtag Remus reamed us. Remus reamed us. <laughs> Uh, Title. so yes, winter storm Pandora dropped 26 inches on me in 24 hours. And, uh, that was great. So I got stranded, so I couldn't get home, but you know, much like it seemed most of the viewing audience kind of tuned out for the Oscars. So did we, uh, <laughs> yeah. I had only seen one of the best picture nominees, American sniper. I had seen two. What was the other one you had seen? Uh, Grand Budapest hotel. Okay. Which gotcha. was a good movie, but it was, I don't think it was best picture worthy. Okay. So. My wife always gets Grand Budapest Hotel and Exotic Marigold Hotel confused. I think they have a sequel to that out, or it's coming out. 
of exotic marigold. Yeah, I don't know, like like exotic periwinkle or something. Wow, I just made that up, but there, I think there is a sequel. Okay, well, back to my original point. She still gets them confused. <laughs> uh, well, it's easy to do because they're, they're similar. Both, they're, both, they're both hotels. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I really didn't have a lot to contribute in terms of most of the Oscars. Uh, not having seen the likes of Birdman or Boyhood, mm-hmm. or Imitation Game, or Theory of Everything, mm-hmm. of the like. So, any any thoughts on the Oscars? Uh, not whatsoever? really. Um, yeah. I know that some people are upset that uh, Boyhood didn't win, because apparently that was, like, super, super good. But having not seen it, I can't really comment. What was funny about Boyhood was Patricia Arquette won, mm-hmm. or I guess it was Best Supporting Actress. Yeah, because Julianne Moore won for Best Actress. So Patricia Arquette won for Best Supporting Actress. And she, like, you know, gets up and they announce her name and she's, like, hugging and kissing everyone around her or whatever. And then the boyhood boy mm-hmm. is, like, I guess he's sitting a couple rows behind her. So I don't know. So she he tries to come up and uh, shake her hand or, like, tap her on the back. And he she totally, like, ignores her or ignores him. Really? Yeah, it was pretty funny. Wow. I mean, obviously she's probably caught up in the moment, but it, was, it just kind of – you can extrapolate it to the, that she hated him. <laughs> I'm going to go with she hates him. <laughs> That's my story. Um, did you see the Everything is Awesome Lego song performance? No. Oh, man. And I retweeted a couple things. You have to maybe try to catch that out on the interweb. So, you know, for all the best original songs, they perform them That's at the true, Oscars. Yeah. And so they performed Everything is Awesome. And literally... There was a Batman sighting. What? With Will, Ar- Will, Will Arnett, right? Wasn't he the guy who played Batman? He was. And he used the Val former Kil- Mr. Amy Poehler. Yes, and he used Val Kilmer's Batman suit. What? Yes, from Batman Forever. That was like the crappiest one, wasn't it? Yeah. Did that so, one have nipples on it? It did, I think. <laughs> that, uh, that one or the George Clooney one? Yeah. Clooney definitely had nipples for Batman and or was he Batman and Robin? I think he was yeah, Batman. He was and Robin. Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. No, Batman Forever was Kilmer because it was Kilmer and Kidman. That's right, because Keaton was the first two, right? right? Keaton was the first two. Kilmer was three, and then and then Clooney. Clooney, I thought, yeah, Clooney did Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Uh, so check out the Everything Is Awesome song. It was actually kind of funny, and uh, it was awesome. And they had little like Lego Oscar statues. It's pretty oh, cool. cool. Yeah. So there you go. There's the Oscars in a nutshell. Speaking of uh, Lego characters, I've got okay. a big announcement. Oh, okay. I own Lego Batman 3 for PlayStation 4. Do you know? Yeah, because I just bought a PlayStation 4. That's your big announcement. Yeah. Boom. Wow. Nicholas is with PS4. Yeah, I got a PS4. Uh, I bought it with my tax money. Look at you. And uh, I bought the the the, uh, the bundle that has uh, Lego Batman 3, which is really good. I've only played a little bit of it, but it's really good. And uh, Little Big Planet 3, which is, is fine. It's a, like a little, you know, puzzle platforming game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, if I was playing it by myself, I would be bored pretty quickly. But uh, playing it with my daughter is a lot of fun. She and I play it together, so... Well, you've got like three months to beat Lego Batman 3 before uh, Lego Jurassic World comes out. Oh, I'm going to play the crap out of Lego Jurassic World. Yes. So um, here's my plan so far. I've got, I've got as I said, Little Big Planet 3, Lego Batman 3. Okay. 
um, I have uh, a, a good friend of mine is going to bring me a copy of Last of Us remastered. Yes, I, yes, I heard that as well. A very, very good friend of mine. Uh, and uh, that's gonna, that's going to like suck your life away, bro. I have a feeling that I am going to just like curl up on the sofa and just just do that. It's a very good game. Maybe it's a I should very, do a staycation. It's not, you know, yeah. Oh, that would be good. It actually, yeah, you'd get through that. I That'd actually do fun. have a staycation coming up in June, but I can't wait that long to play it. No, you can't. No, you're, you're going to, once you start playing it, it's going to be, it's going to be bad news bears. <laughs> you are not going to want to, you're not going to want to stop playing it. It <laughs> is. The story is just so engrossing. Um, you know, it's like we just discussed. It's not, it's not like a Red Dead or, or a, uh, grant that auto and that it's like completely open world but i mean you feel that the, the world that you're a part of feels so vast you know mm-hmm. this post-apocalyptic kind of ish thing with this outbreak um and uh still a linear story but it's just yeah it's it's a lot of fun i'm super excited and, it, and, and then the uh was it 60 frames per second oh I mean, like, the only two games I have are these two, like, you know, almost joke games. <laughs> yeah, you're going to, when you get the 60 frames per second, because literally, I remember when I first got it back in July, and my wife was looking at this, and she was like, is that a video game? Because that, <laughs> that looks like real life. It's it's literally the difference when you watch, you know, you, you've got TVs that are 120 hertz, and then you, like, you look at a TV that's 240 hertz, and you're like, dear God. <laughs> Because it looks, Sweet it looks 3D. Sweet Jesus! Yeah, no, but like, like I'm used to a PlayStation Three, which has fine graphics. It's a good, it's a, oh, you yeah. know, it's a great system. It's but the I job put, done. I put down Lego Batman Three and start playing it. I'm like, holy crap! There's no stutter. There's no nothing. Yeah. it's completely smooth. It's a great system. PS4 is very nice. I cannot wait for Last of Us. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play the crap out of that. And then I've also already pre-ordered Project Cars. I love how it just took. You know, like, what kind of games do you like? You like racing games. And I said, all right, check. I just saw this uh, game and I didn't know. I saw like one trailer for it. I didn't know much about it. But I was like, all right, maybe this is maybe this will be good. It seems like it's going to be better than Drive Club. Um, Yeah. Well, did did like did Drive Club like not live up to expectations or? I think it was. Yes, because the whole idea of the game was more of an interactive social thing where you could you know create these clubs and do stuff online and then the whole online component like didn't work i guess so that's no good considering that is the crux of your argument for why this game is good um if it doesn't work it's kind of like having the cones of dunshire and then (laughs) like the game doesn't ship with any cones (laughs) (laughs) the cones of dunshire without any cones yeah so it's like what are you gonna do now oh So, So, yeah, so you you suggested I take a look at Project Cars. I did that and I've already pre-ordered it. And um, and I'm I'm, I'm obviously going to get Lego Jurassic World when it comes out. And I'm super excited that Gran Turismo 7 is going to come out probably Hmm. next year. I'm interested in it. I've never because I've never had a PlayStation. I've never been able to play Gran Turismo. Oh, right. Yeah, this is a whole new world for me. You know, moving over from Microsoft to to playstation um it's in it's a whole new world yeah you've taken your your first steps into a larger world <laughs> i am currently playing call of duty and i have to tell you i know you're not big on shooters but it is one of the funnest games i've played in a long time i like the idea of shooters i'm just so bad at them 
yeah. that I but don't enjoy gosh, the, them. The story in this is so fun. And Kevin Spacey, man. Oh, that's right. He's in that, isn't he? Oh, yes. He's so good in it. That's so cool. Yeah. Kevin Spacey. And the guy. And so apparently Spacey. there's like one guy in Hollywood who does the voices for like every video game. So the, the one of the so, one of the main the soldier that you play mm-hmm. in Call of Duty is voiced by the same guy that voices Joel, who's the main character in Last of Us. <laughs> nice. And he also voices, uh, oh, Infamous Second Son, which is another game that I played early on in PlayStation Four. It was kind. Of, it's kind of like a superpower game. Um, it's kind mm. of cool. You might like it. Um, but uh, he voices that character. I mean, he literally all he does is is voice these characters and make money. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Big, so nice job. So yeah, you got a you got a busy little summer there. I do. I've got a busy summer planned of lots of video games. Well, and probably some point this year, probably later in the year, or maybe in the early 2016. But I'm thinking it still said 2015 was Star Wars Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, so it's uh, I think that might be a game you could pick either Rebellion or the Empire. And I think we both know which I'll be picking. Uh, Empire. Yes. Yes. Me. God damn too. rebels. Yes. Can't rebels scum. Can't live without them. <laughs> nerf herders. Stupid nerf herders. Scruffy looking. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I, well, good I, for you, man. I'm happy that you have a PS4. And now that I feel like I'm not out there all by myself. And I think. uh our uh occasional listener chris from uh glenn allen yeah friend of the show Chris or, from or I actually he's probably like chris from tyson's corner <laughs> i mean i think he spends more time up there than he does in glenn allen so maybe we should reassess uh what his moniker is we can just call him friend of the show okay friend of the show chris it's quicker there you go um so yeah so he i think he picked one up as well so now we're uh we're adding to the adding to the group here for PS4. We've gone from from twinsies to triplets. Love it. Mm. Uh, so yeah, there's that. <laughs> and I have an announcement. Do you have an announcement? I'm in a comfy new podcast chair. Oh yeah, you are. It's very nice. And I, I know had... exactly how comfy it is because <laughs> you had the same chair, different color. Yes. <laughs> so it's the it's IKEA and what I forget the name of it. The Marcus. Marcus. You're sitting Marcus. on Marcus. I'm sitting on Marcus. It's very nice. It's got a little lumbar support, which mm-hmm. I highly recommend. It it has the ability to swing back, and mm-hmm. or I can lock it in place. Oh, it's a very nice chair. I'm very spoiled because uh, I literally have had the same chair since uh, I think it was the year 2000. Holy crap! Are you serious? I bought it. Yeah, I bought this that office chair I previously had at the Costco at James Madison University my sophomore year. Wow, dude! Fifteen years. When I moved into uh, my apartment, an old mill in I the year two thousand. In the year two thousand, I I bought that office chair. Y two K man. So yeah, my Marcus is um is starting to show some wear and tear. Ooh, what's uh, what's the first wear and tear that you notice? Well, the problem it's. It's uh, it's not Marcus's fault. It's my fault. Okay. Okay. Um, I I do this thing where I sit weird. Like I like to tuck my left leg up underneath my right leg, which no, wouldn't. Um, normally... that's, that's how I'm sitting right now. Oh, is there? Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Sorry, What's... Marcus. No. <laughs> so after doing that, I think I've had this chair for maybe three or four years, maybe. And um, the spot where my left foot like hits the chair. Has mm-hmm. like rubbed through to the foam. 
Wait a minute. There's foam on the. There's foam under the fabric. Oh, and oh, okay. Not yeah. on the base of the chair. No, no, not on the metal part. On the fabric part. Like my foot has rubbed through the fabric. Um, but I've also I've I've made a, a modification to my Marcus. Um, because what? I've 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 you modded. Mean, you you Mar- had a Marcus mod. I've modded the Marcus. So okay. uh, you know the 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 armrests. They're they're kind of hard. Mm-hmm. I, I took uh, I went on on Amazon and bought some cushions that I think are supposed to be like for a wheelchair or something. <laughs> and I gorilla glued them to the to the armrests. <laughs> <laughs> because my elbows like would hurt after you know because uh, I sit in this chair for eight hours drop? a day every day. Where's the drop? <laughs> which, which which one? You know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> Nerd alert! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need a, I need a more comfortable uh, computer chair for the podcasting and and for the audio file downloads. <laughs> I sit in this chair for eight hours a day, and my elbows would just ache. And so oh, that's, true. I, that's true. That's a workplace. Uh, yeah, that's an occupational hazard. Can I, I should have off on your taxes. I should have claimed the the cushions on my taxes and the gorilla glue and the gorilla glue. See, <laughs> extra line item. It, well, I wonder what TurboTax like. The the did you use TurboTax this year? I always use TurboTax. So does it say like, did you upgrade? Did you mod your Marcus this year? It did ask me if I modded my Marcus. <laughs> If so, did you use crazy glue, gorilla glue, or scotch tape? If you use scotch tape, uh, go back and do it again. God help you. Oh, my God. That's funny. Marcus. Yeah, I like my Marcus. I'm happy with it. Like, I've I've shopped around for other chairs, but to get anything, like, significantly better, I'd end up spending a hell of a lot more money. That's that's where I was at, and we were already up at Ikea anyway, buying about $500 worth of nursery stuff for the baby girl. Mm-hmm. So, Dory. While, while I'm, yes, that's her name, Dory. <laughs> while I'm here, I might as well get the chair. Yeah. No, it's a great chair. It was not terribly expensive, and it's lasted me quite a while. There you I just go. need to keep my damn foot off of it. Yeah, there you go. Well, I think what I'm going to do is get, like, one of those, like, uh, like jean patch things that you can, like, use to patch up your jeans, and I'm going to put that on it just to kind of reinforce it. Wow. This is what people tune in for, dude. Another is, Marcus mod. Your chair is, is going to become like a Frankenstein. <laughs> we can rebuild it. <laughs> we have the technology. <laughs> I have the Gorilla Glue. <laughs> uh, okay, dokie. So, you know, what, you know what you can't rebuild? What can't you rebuild? Parks and Rec. The Pawnee, Indiana Parks Department. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Sweetums. Lil Sebastian Uh, Did you like how I don't know what episode It wasn't the finale But it was like Either the Johnny Karate I think it was the Johnny Karate episode Where they had a commercial For Ponchburger I Yes I do remember that Because at first When I was watching it I thought it was a real commercial (laughs) And I was like What the hell is this And I was like Wait Ponchburger That was My wife thought so as well I think she first thought It was a Hardee's commercial (laughs) It did look like a Hardee's looked like a Carl's Jr. commercial Right It was so bad. She looked. She just started watching it and was like, "Oh my god, that is the most disgusting thing ever!" Oh, and I was so like, "So nasty." Speaking like, of disgusting commercials, have you seen the commercial for the Little Caesars pizza with yes, bacon? the bacon? Yes, that thing looks so foul. I think watching that commercial and increases kind of your cholesterol. 
I mean, I think like one of the things you like about Little Caesars is it's five dollars. You know, one of the things I like about Little Caesars is I haven't eaten it since I was in high school. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I like about it. When you order pizza, what is your pizza of choice? Is it it wings, pizza, and things? It's definitely not wings, pizza, and things. (laughs) We we have a local place. We have a couple of local places that are really good, but you have to drive to them. Ooh. So we usually don't get that because yep. <laughs> you have to put on pants. Um, <laughs> we we get, usually get okay. So I really like Papa John's. Yes, my wife really likes Domino's. Mm-hmm. So we compromise and we get Pizza Hut. Oh, really? That's the compromise? Yeah, because neither of us hates pizza. She does. She really hates Papa John's, and I really don't like Domino's. Wow. Okay. So why does she hate Papa John's? I don't know. There's something wrong with her. No, we, I want to know. Ask her next time you see her. Okay. Um, Maybe she know. doesn't like better ingredients, better pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. You know, you assume that most people, you assume that all people do, but, you know, assumptions. There's got to be a minority of people that just don't care yeah. for better ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, uh, Parks and Rec. <laughs> or, so... <laughs> What don't you like about what don't you like about Domino's? I don't I don't really hate Domino's, but you don't I don't like the robust tomato crust or whatever it is. Oh, I, I don't think I've tried that. I, I'll, I'll I'll say this for Domino's: since they've like redone everything, mm-hmm. I haven't really given them a fair shot. Okay, so my dislike is of the old Domino's. Oh, so. see, I love the old Domino's when I was in college because it was so damn cheap. Oh, see, we just got Chinellos. The titular large one topping for $7 deal without a coupon. We got Chinellos because we knew that the, the more rats there were, the, the cheaper the pizza was. <laughs> Chinellos is so bad. Yeah, it was really bad, but it was super cheap. Um, so Parks and Rec. <laughs> Parks and Rec. <laughs> uh, the last episode was uh, this week. It was. It's all over. All and the feels. I'm super sad. I, I watched it, and then um, today I noticed in my Hulu queue the producer's cut is out mm-hmm. for the last episode, which I have not watched yet, but it's almost an hour. So is this, so it's the producer's cut. So is that Nathan Lane and mm-hmm. it's Matthew face? Broderick and Nathan okay. Lane and uh, Uma Thurman <laughs> and She's Will Ferrell right. as, uh, as uh, the Nazi. Oh God. Nazis everywhere. Nazis. And, um, and uh, yeah, that's it. I, I'm running out of producer's references. Uh, <laughs> So there were mixed feelings on this finale. I didn't have mixed feelings on it. Did you I'm have mixed saying, feelings on I'm it? I'm just saying I'm saying mixed feelings were present. <laughs> Someone had mixed feelings. There weren't my mixed feelings per se. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I thought it gave me a nice balance of the feels and mm-hmm. you know, just cool to see where the where they all different how they had progressed over different time periods. How they brought back some characters like John Ralphio uh, and Saperstein. And uh, anytime Jenny Slate's in an episode, I love it. Yes. I'm telling you, you need to watch House of Lies, man. She's on House of Lies. I, know. I really do need to watch it. She's so batshit cray cray. I love but, crazy uh, Jenny Slate. I love Jenny oh Slate. But crazy she's Jenny super, Slate. She's super crazy Jenny Slate in, in House of Lies. But, uh, and you would love it. It's got Kristen Bell. Gosh, I don't know what's stopping you. I do like some Kristen Bell. Any, anyway, so uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a nice send off. I thought it did what it was supposed to do. I love how the little, you know, little nods to the different stuff in their careers, and um, I love the fact that they kind of left it open if it was uh, Leslie or Ben that was president. 
yeah, high-ranking high office. I really like that. That it was it was completely like ambiguous. Yeah, I really like that. I like to assume that one of them was president. I think it was Ben. I'm going with Ben. You think so? I think, I think Leslie gets the governor job in Indiana. Ben stays in D.C. and moves up, moves up the ranks. Yeah, I, th- I like that story. That's a good story. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. There you go. Because Leslie is governor for a while, then she comes back to D.C., and then he runs for president. How many terms of governor do you think she was in Indiana? Maybe, like, two. Uh, are they limited in Indiana? I know in Virginia you can only run, you can only do one. They should just be happy that someone wants to be their governor. <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> what have you done, Indiana? <laughs> Honestly. Besides nothing. Things. Um, I'm really tired. Um, so yeah, it's all over. I really enjoyed it. Um, they, you pointed out to me that the entire cast, well, the entire regular cast, Plus, um, one of the executive producers, who is also Moe's from The Office. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, his uh, Dwight's brother? Yeah, the, that executive producer was a producer oh, from The Office, and he, he, he played Moe's on The Office, yeah. He did look he familiar. He played Moe's route. Um, uh, they were on Seth Meyers that, that night, right? Yes. It and, was also Seth's one-year anniversary. Right, that's right. And uh, and I haven't watched it in a year, which is yeah. interesting. Um, can I just, well, can I just tell you it's, it was hard to watch even that little segment because Seth, I mean, I'm sure he's a great guy and it's been on for, the show's been on for a year. And so there's an audience clearly, mm-hmm. but he's so ADD. I, my, I, it hurts my head to watch the show because I can't follow him because he has literally 12 thoughts at once and he starts talking and then he goes and says something else. And then he's like, starts to say something else and he stops and says something else instead. I, I just can't do it. It's, it gives me a headache to watch the show. Well, see, I don't watch it for other reasons. Hmm. Uh, I, I don't think he's very funny on it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I thought he was really funny on SNL, especially, you know, obviously weekend update short bursts. And yeah, it just doesn't translate. Yeah. And, um, you know, who's really funny is Fred Armisen. Like the one thing, um, you should go back and watch like the first couple minutes of that episode. Okay. Yeah, I only watched the. I fast forwarded right the one, the, the like two or three times that I've watched the sh- the late night with Seth Meyers. I've all, I've caught the beginning, and I don't know if they do this at every episode, so I'm I'm not the person to ask about this. But the, at least the couple of times that I've watched, they've done this. Is that he'll just like because Armisen plays in the show band, right? He plays the drums or whatever, right? Uh-huh. And. Uh, like they'll start the show and he'll just start talking to Fred about something and completely like Fred just starts making shit up <laughs> like total making shit up. And then, and then it's like a gag and then, and then Seth sees how far he can take it. Uh-huh. And so he just like asks some other stuff on top of that, like adding to this lie and Fred just is like deadpanning it and keep, and keeps, keeps it going. And it is, it is literally the most, the funniest thing about Fred that. Armisen is a very funny dude. My, my, yeah. the only problem I have with Fred Armisen is, that Portlandia just leaves leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Mm, some just, people really like it. I, I yeah, and and more power to them. I'm glad that they have that show to enjoy. I can't stand it. I just uh, just uh, great so many. But I love Fred Armisen. I think he's hilarious. Yeah. So, so Parks, Parks and Rec finale. <laughs> uh, I liked it. I did it's too. over. I'm sad that it's over. I I'm very sad that it's over, but I'm also very happy that they. Wrapped everything it. up well. Right, right. It's 
it's it was one of the best shows on television. It, it really was, and it was one of the best shows that no one watched. Yeah, I was kind of surprised at how how small the audience was for that show because mm-hmm. it was so funny. I think it was it's hard because you were you know the years that, when it came out, even six five six years ago, whenever it was, we we're very still very much a, like, what have you done for me lately? And I'm gonna I'm gonna get into a show, and I'm guilty of this. Like, you watch the the first season of it, you're like, this show sucks. <laughs> It really was and rough so, that And then you year. don't go back, you know, so you don't go back to watch it. But luckily, Netflix, and, that, and that's how I really got into it and was able to catch up on all this stuff, mm-hmm. has really saved a lot of shows that you go back and, and say, wow, okay, this is a, this is turned into a really good show. But if you just watched the first season, you would have been like, oh, I'm done with this show. And you know, Yeah, if you oh. can fly through season one in two hours versus six weeks, it's much easier to get through and – and get into the good stuff. No, yeah, it's really good. Um, I, I think I told you, I don't remember if I told the rest of Twitter. I can't remember now. Um, but my wife and I have restarted parks and rec from the very beginning and, uh, from the pit. And, uh, it, wow. it's, it's tough at the beginning. Yeah. Brandanowitz. Brandanowitz. And, and it was funny because, um, I don't think Aaron had watched any of the first season and, um, we started watching episode one and they showed Brandanowitz and she's like, who is he? He's not in the show anymore. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, they got rid of him cause he was really boring. And, uh, and did it, you go ahead? Uh, I, was just, I mean like, like the little changes, like, like the characters were, you know, it's the same people, but the characters were just slightly different, you know, before they, you know, tweaked things going into season two. Did you catch how on the Seth Meyers special that Adam Scott said that he had interviewed or auditioned for? Right, he wanted to be I in wonder, the pilot. Yeah, I wonder if that was for the Brandanowitz role. If it was, I'm glad he didn't get it. Right, because it, he he was really good as Ben Wyatt. So Brandanowitz was just a terrible character. I I blame the character and the writing more than the actor, but um. But yeah, we've restarted it. We're gonna we're gonna watch the whole thing all the way through, and uh, and I love Parks and Rec. Love it. Awesome. Good. Uh, some other some other new shows. So out with the old and with the new. Well, you know, old, um, you know, the old is the new again. Yeah, the old is the new again, isn't it? They're repackaging our childhood for us. <laughs> they are repackaging our childhood, and I love it. Uh, starting in March with Inspector Gadget. Netflix, and then in 2016, Danger Mouse. He's the greatest. He's fantastic. Wherever there is danger, he'll be there. He's the ace. He's amazing. He's the strongest, he's the quickest, he's the best. 
He's I love Danger Mouse. Coming out also on Netflix. Uh-huh. I love Danger Mouse as well. I was a Danger Mouse fan. Uh, and then my personal favorite, but you do have to wait two years for it. 2017, it looks like on Disney XD, we're going to get DuckTales. I will say Disney XD is where they put the good cartoons. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like 7D. It's the, the um, Jesus Christ. Um, the the reimagining, so to speak, of the Seven Dwarfs without Snow White, 7D. That's a pretty funny show. And my <laughs> daughter, my daughter loves it, but she does not get a lot of the jokes on it. It's, it's pretty <laughs> so funny. So what does she do? Just like she just stares at it, and when something well, I mean, like there's silly stuff in it that is that's for the kids, but then there's stuff that like like little references and things, and I'm like, yeah, she doesn't get that. And you'll laugh, and she won't, and she'll be like, what was that? What was that? Why was that funny? Yeah. <laughs> Why uh, was that funny? <laughs> uh, yeah, XD is also where they put all the Star Wars cartoons. Okay. So like uh, Star Wars Rebels and Yoda Chronicles and Clone Wars and stuff like that is all in there. Oh, okay. And you can watch uh, Disney XD on your Apple TV. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Uh, I love it already. Boom. So lots of good shows to look forward to. Um, you now have a few more shows here. I'm looking at our notes. Yeah, we go got... behind behind the candelabra here. <laughs> we, uh, we do some... like to go behind the candelabra, don't we? So why don't you uh, run through some of these? Okay, so we got uh, we got an announcement, and I think we might have talked about this before. Um, yes, the JFK. The JFK it's show. Franco. Uh, yeah, Franco is – James Franco is going to star in 11-22-63. And uh, I don't know how much of our uh, – how much our audience remembers of this, but it's uh, um, it's going to be on Hulu from J.J. Abrams and Stephen King based on Stephen King's 2011 novel uh, of the same name, 11-22-63. And I'll give you the, the rundown if you're if you're prepared for that. Um, an unassuming divorced English teacher who stumbles upon a time portal that leads to 9-9-1958, which is also, coincidentally, Art's 11th birthday. Happy birthday, Art. Uh, and goes on a quest to try and prevent the assassination of JFK. Sounds really cool. So he goes back in time to see Art? He goes back in time. He celebrates Art's 11th birthday in oh. in Marion, Virginia. <laughs> and then he tries to prevent the assassination of JFK. Well, there you go. I don't know if there were balloons or a clown, but um, but I can ask him. Okay. Yeah, please ask. Um, so you have some homework. Why does your wife not like Papa John's? Yep. And what kind of party was Art's 11th birthday party? Yeah, and was James Franco there? And was James Franco there? <laughs> like, you know, there was this guy. Was this dude. And he didn't look like he belonged. But I was 11, so I was like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I got presents, though. Oh, so so that's our Hulu news. We've also got a new series coming up on FX, which yeah. I think we're both pretty excited about. Ooh, Kurt Sutter. Kurt Sutter. Kurt Sutter, rather. Wow. Wow. Sorry. Uh, that was not subtle. First day with this tongue. Um, Kurt Sutter is, he created and, and pro- is producing, right? 
and also is going to yes. be in The Bastard Executioner on FX. Uh, and apparently it's about one of King Edward I's warrior knights who wants to get out of it and is drawn oh, back in just, like Godfather this style. A, this is a period piece I can get behind. <laughs> yeah, I bet you can. Um, so Sutter plays the Dark Mute. Hmm. Which sounds really intriguing. Why does he always play like he played Otto and Otto couldn't talk? I think he just likes being like he likes being there, but like not pivotal, I guess. Seen, seen, but not heard. Seen, but not heard. Right. Yeah. Kurt Sutter should be seen and not heard. Um, <laughs> and his wife, Katie Seagal, is going to also going to be in it. And she's playing Honora of the Alders, which sounds oh. kind of classy and and uh, Lord of the Rings ish. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm really excited about this. He's like I said, he created it, he's producing it, and they're gonna start production in mid March. And they're actually gonna start filming it in Wales, which is pretty cool. I know. Um, and uh we'll keep you updated. Cool. I'm uh, excited. You are excited, but not as excited as you are about this next one. Oh my god. Do you, can you can you feel the excitement? Can you feel Pee-wee's, it? It's in the air. Pee Wee's big holiday. Pee Wee's Com- big holiday. Coming to Netflix. Picked up by Netflix. Right, all right, all right. We did talk about this before, um, but we didn't know it was going to be picked up by Netflix. We just knew that, I think we just knew that Paul Rubens and Judd Apatow were working on it. And, uh, but it has been officially picked up by Netflix and they're going to bring it. It's just going to be a a one-off film of Pee Wee's Big Holiday. It's not going to be a series or anything as far as we know, but I'm super excited because we're going to get a new Pee Wee movie. It's oh, yay. almost guaranteed it's, to be better than Big Top Pee Wee. Will we see Large Marge? I hope so. Okay. Well, that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, that was kind of scary. That was a scary scene. Large Marge? It scared that. the shit out of Okay, so Large Marge. I, I think our, our, our entire audience knows Large Marge. Yes. When I watched that as a, what, eight-year-old or something? It scared the shit out of me. It terrified me. <laughs> I was watching Pee Wee's Big Adventure with my six-year-old daughter. Yeah, we start getting close to the large Marge scene, and I'm like, and you're and you're like, oh god, what's gonna um, like? Should I should I fast forward? Yeah, should, should she go to the bathroom and then I like just skip ahead? I'm prepping her for it. I'm like, this is a scary part. If you don't want to watch it, it's totally fine. I'll just go past it, or you can close your eyes, or whatever. We'll we'll get through it. And she's like, no, I want to see it. I'm like, okay, but it's really scary. Like, it's really scary. It scared me a lot when I was a kid. And she watches it, and Large Marge's eyes bulge out, and her hair goes crazy. And she looks at me, and she starts laughing. She's like, you were scared by that? (laughs) She was making fun of you. Yes. (laughs) She thought What what does that feel like, to just Um, have your daughter just like... It's equal parts relieving and... (laughs) And completely emasculating. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, it was. It was. It was quite funny. I, I got to give her that. <laughs> you were. You were scared at that. You were scared <laughs> of that. That's not scary. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so we have uh, some movie news. Oh yes, we do. Yeah, we really do. This is this is breaking news. Is it breaking news? Should I break it? <laughs> well. It was breaking news when it happened. All right. Uh, which was like two weeks ago. All right. Consider this uh, breaking from two weeks ago.
Spider-Man shakes up Marvel. Sony Sony struck a deal with Marvel, and Mm -hmm. now uh, Spider-Man is going to be allowed to be part of the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And by Marvel, you mean Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Disney, Disney, Marvel, potato, tomato. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. I like the way you did that. That was good. So um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. So which is very interesting. You know that they were really pushing hard for this because or maybe you don't know, but I don't uh, know. Spider-Man is a very big part of the Civil War storyline. Oh, see, I did not know that. That it, we will. We've talked a little bit about is we'll, this we'll the see. Uh, Infinity War thing. No, this is no the Infinity War is more on the Avengers. Okay. Um, the Civil War is the third about states' rights. Correct. It's <laughs> actually about mutant, or I guess not mutant, but superhero rights. And so, okay, um, it's the Captain America, the third Captain America movie, Captain America: Civil War, and okay. it is uh, a struggle between the belief that. Soup that Iron Man kind of champions this that we should have to identify ourselves as mutants or superhuman or whatever superpowers to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, and Captain America feels that no, you shouldn't do that. That you know, people should have or have a right to their privacy, have a right to all this stuff. So it pits Iron Man and Captain America against each other. And in the comic books, it leads to Iron Man killing Captain America. Oh my gosh, don't know if what's going to happen in the movie but that's what happens in the comic books and so as part of the civil war storyline obviously you have uh superheroes on on both sides of the aisle uh sort of speak and spider-man is on the iron man side so he want he comes out and says hey i'm peter parker or in this case it sounds a lot like maybe they're leaning toward another spider-man character who was uh miles morales who was an african-american uh spider-man what he was in a. He there's was another Spider Man. There's another Spider Man. It was an attempt to have a uh, role model for young black kids to look up to, um, and uh, this this kid. Well, my question about that mm-hmm. is not the motivation behind it because that's fine. I don't have a problem with a black Spider Man. My question is, how do they like plot wise get another guy bit by a spider? Uh, from what I read about it is that I guess his uncle, uh, was is some kind of thief or something. And he stole some, he stole some equipment or something from the lab, from the Oscorp lab. Mm-hmm. And one of the spiders, like when he was going in to steal something, like one of the spiders like stowed away in his bag. And then he went back to his apartment and then his nephew, who's Miles Morales, like, went over to his apartment and got bit by the spider. Okay. Um, so in the comic books, he actually has – he has a lot of the same powers as Peter Parker uh, as Spider-Man, but he apparently his spidey sense isn't as strong. Oh, that's a shame. But he has other powers that Peter Parker didn't have. Oh. He, he can camouflage himself, including his clothing. Oh, cool. And he and he also has this kind of elect, el, electric venom kind of. It's like he can shoot some like electricity through his uh, hands or whatever, through his body to other people, um, even to Electro, who's made of electricity. That sounds kind of sexy. 
So there you go. So uh, I don't know that for sure that Miles Morales will be the the Spider-Man character, but it does uh, warrant some speculation now that we know that Andrew Garfield will not be reprising his role as Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We we do know that. Yes, we we have confirmed that. So he will not he will not be portraying Spider-Man in the Marvel movies. Okay. All right. So we do not we do not know who is going to be portraying Spider-Man. We just know it's not going to be him. Maybe we he'll bring back Tobey Maguire. We just know he will, no 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 stop. <laughs> stop. I think they ought to reboot with Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. Stop. <laughs> stop. I want to see another upside down kiss. Oh. I've only seen the first one. She was, um, she, was she was like she was a fake teen ginger too. Oh wait, you know what? I have seen. I saw was the second one the one with uh, Doc Ock. Yeah, I saw that one too. Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. Oh, little Freddie Molina. The second one actually wasn't bad. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. I thought it was pretty good. The third one was terrible. I didn't see the third one. Good. Don't. And I haven't seen any of the um, uh, Andrew for, Garfield eh, ones. Eh, don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry about it. Um, go, uh, go see Guardians of the Galaxy again. So, okay, no problem. Um, now Yondu, like, was on, Yondu was on Jeopardy tonight. Yondu was? Yondu was on Jeopardy. They wanted. They were looking for what is Guardians of the Galaxy. And they it was a category on blue, blue characters or something. Oh, they yeah. had they had uh, one of the questions was on Sam Worthington. It was Avatar. Um, eh. One of the questions was on the three guys that made up the blue man group. Eh. Um, I can bang they, on PVC pipe, too, guys. Come on. Wow. And then this was uh, who is this character? Uh, what more? What movie was this character from? And it was a picture of Yondu. It, it wasn't Merle. No, it was Yondu. Oh Merle, I miss him uh, uh, every day. Was, every day. Um, so we talked about the the Marvel movie, uh, the cinematic universe roadmap in episode sixty seven. Not your father's Avengers. Oh, good, good pull with that. Yes, you're welcome. Um, and so Spider Man, or, or as I like to call him, Spider Man, is uh, he's kind of screwing everything up a little bit. They're basically like moving everything back one. So they're going to have a new Spider-Man film on July 28th, 2017, mm-hmm. um, which pushes Thor Ragnarok, which was going to be that date, to November 3rd, 2017, mm. which pushes Black Panther to July 6th, 2018. Which means I can that, – that's actually good because then I can take my daughter to go see Black Panther. I'm going to watch the shit out of some <laughs> Black Panther. My God, I'm excited for that movie. She'll be three years old. She'll be perfect for that. We're going to – hey, dude, double date. Us and our daughters. Um, yeah, your daughter will be three. Daughter. She's perfect for Black Panther. <laughs> wow. Um, so that pushes Captain Marvel back to November 2nd, 2018. Mm-hmm. And then that pushes Inhumans back to July 12th, 2019. Captain Marvel. They're ma- uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Captain yeah, Marvel. Captain Marvel. When's Doctor Strange? Uh, I don't, didn't see that that was moved huh. around. Okay, so maybe um, that's, that one stays strong. Yeah. And uh, Avengers Infinity War Parts 1 and 2 will stay unchanged. Mm-hmm. And there's they said that the Spider-Man might be in those now. Yeah. But I don't know how all that works. So, cause I don't yeah, know I don't know how they, Marvel, all, they so. combine all of that. And any, you know, so it, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. I mean, obviously, I'm pretty sure that the Captain America Civil War storyline will end up killing uh, Chris Evans. And then a new Captain America is going to take over, whether that's winter soldier or whether that's Falcon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of hope it's Falcon. 
Yeah, it could be. Oh, they're both in the comic books, depending on, you know, because comic books, a lot of times, as you know, you got writers that come in for a series and they mm-hmm. go out. Right. So they come in and they do like a whole series of of a storyline and then they leave. It's like they it's like they like showrunners on a show and they'll come in and they'll do a season and then they'll leave and you get a new showrunner like uh, True Detective. Right. Right. So it's like comic book is the anthology and you get writers and, and new seasons every time. So in um, other uh, iterations of Captain America, Falcon was a Captain America. Winter Soldier took up the shield. Um, so and I think both those uh, aspects were alluded to uh, at Captain America Winter Soldier movie. Did you did you see that? You saw I that. I did. Right? And I really liked it. Yeah, I knew you would. It's it's just like an old school spy movie. It was a great movie. Yeah, it was a really good movie. It, even if you don't like comic book movies, which I mean, I, I used not really to a comic book. movie. It's not. I used to not like comic book movies at all. But this. Yeah. This, you know, since they've kind of pulled everything into one universe. Yeah. I've really well, they, enjoyed it, but that was it, it, a great. It made it really cool too, and they made up not so much about like all the sciencey stuff, but just like, real, you know, they're just they made cool. a compelling movie. Yeah. yeah, good stories that center around people with extraordinary abilities, um, kind of like you and me. Yeah, uh, every day, twenty twenty four seven, twenty four seven, three sixty five. Uh, so you're loving Agent Carter too, aren't you? I, I am I really loving Agent Carter. I'm a little upset because um, I haven't watched the last one. Yeah, I I'm, Seriously, I'm I only season finale. It is, that's why I'm upset because I, I pulled it up on Hulu yeah. and it said season finale. I was like, no. Yeah, I love that you're into it. I really, really like it. I'm really enjoying it's, it. She is awesome. Good. Yeah, she's good. I knew that it. That's what the difference I think with <laughs> Shield and it's interesting with Shield because now Shield is kind of moved into this inhuman storyline apparently. Um, I'm not watching it, but mm. a lot, there's a lot of Inhumans aspects of the show now. But it's just, uh, I think Agent Carter, strong characters. Um, it, it seems very to compelling. me um, that much with like a lot, you were talking about different series of comic books where you can come in and out yeah, and you can choose to read this series. And yeah, I'm not really interested in this storyline. I'll read this other thing. It seems to me like Marvel is really making a concerted effort to make the TV shows and the movies like that too, where yeah, I'm not really interested in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I may not need to really watch this one particular movie to get the whole gist of the storyline. And I'll just watch the next one. Yeah. And that seems to me a very smart way of doing it. It's, it's, uh, they can do no wrong. They are they're making so much. I mean, look, Guardians of the Galaxy, one of the most obscure comic books ever, uh, even even for Marvel standards. And look, look what they did with it. I mean, so good. Yeah. So, so good. Love so it. anyway, uh, look for some interesting stuff happening now that Spider-Man's part of the universe. So Spider-Man. Uh, what's this Moncada? Moncada. 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 I have no idea how to pronounce this. Okay, okay. so I got just to wrap things up before we do our epic pick. Um, uh, I got a little bit of uh, baseball news. Okay, baseball spring training is here again, my friend. Do we get a little uh, take me out to the ball game or uh, a fever pitch drop? Uh, um, no, no, maybe nothing. Crickets, maybe. maybe. Crickets. There you go. Um. <laughs> What have the Red Sox done for you? Have they ever loved you back? Uh, well, I mean, technically no. But um, 
who who is the I forget was it in a movie or something? I can't remember it, where the guy was talking about the the millionaire on on the mound pitched to the millionaire at home plate who hit it to the millionaire at first base. Can't remember what movie that was. Anyways, it was a commentary on how baseball players don't really care about you. But anyway, I care Major, about baseball. Major League? No, I think it was like, <laughs> was it like... Uh, Old Durham? Was it? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, anyway, so uh, spring training is here. Baseball is back. And the only two teams that matter are the Red Sox and the Dodgers, of course. So I need to schedule my annual fever pitch viewing. Yes, you need to schedule your annual v- fever pitch viewing and your annual viewing of Game 1 of the 1988 World Series. Um, wow. So, no. no. <laughs> yes, yes. No. Kirk Gibson. Yes. No. Yes. Um, no. So the um, the only real news we've got, everybody's back, spring training, everybody's in, in Fort Myers um, for the Red Sox. The only real news we've got right now, uh, significant news, is that the Red Sox just this week signed this kid. He's a 19-year-old Cuban infielder. Oh, not- shocker from yeah. Cuba. I know, right? Uh, Yoan, I don't know how he pronounces his name. Moncada is his last name. Okay. He's 19 years old. I don't know what the terms of the contract are, but it's a, as of right now, it's a minor league deal. But they gave him a $31.5 million signing bonus. $31.5 million. But what's crazy is the MLB had already told the Red Sox and the Yankees, and maybe the Dodgers too, but definitely the Red Sox and the Yankees, that they've already spent enough money on international prospects and international free agents that any money they spent now was going to be taxed by the MLB at 100%. Wow. So the Red Sox are paying him $31.5 million and are having to pay the MLB $31.5 million. So they Uh signed this guy at a cost of $63 million. Well, at least he's not an outfielder. Um. So they're thinking he might play in the outfield. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. So um, with Jackie Bradley, he's an and infielder. Mookie Betts he's he's six. And Castillo. <laughs> right. We don't have enough outfielders yet. Yeah. We don't. We have like like ten outfielders. Uh, he's six foot one, two hundred and fifteen pounds. So he's a you know kind of a thin dude, but apparently he's stacked. Uh, he's a switch hitter. He he's a right handed guy, but he bats lefty, and hmm. apparently he is a pure five tool guy and a you know pure baseball talent. And wow. well, um, you know they said that about Billy Bean once upon a time. Wow, well, they did say that about Billy Bean, didn't they? Um, yeah, the Mets screwed him up. Um, so, <laughs> so the Red Sox were in on the on the final bid, as were the Dodgers, the Padres, and the Yankees. And he basically, through his agent, said that they just went with the biggest offer, which was the Red Sox. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So um, there's Yan- uh, Red Sox, the evil empire. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. We're taking that mantle away from the Yankees. Um, he might play, he's a, he's a, as from experience, he's a second baseman, but apparently he's strong enough to play short or third. So, um, they're thinking that he might get a couple of years in the minor leagues and then come up and he could play third base if, uh, by that point, Napoli isn't there and they move Panda over to first. So they don't really, you know, have a, you know, an exact spot for him, but that's kind of what their thought process is. But then also they said they could put him in the outfield if they need to. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. We signed Moncada for $63 million. Hail Cuba. 
I mean, when was the last time we spent that kind of money? Uh, uh, Dice K? Oh, God. And the, that was the blind bid. That was great. The blind bid on Dice K? Ah, uh, so there we go. Yeah, yeah, baseball. But here. hey, I mean, you got to think, you know, the Cubans lately have, at least they're generally paying off. You know, even though they cost a fortune now, they're generally paying off. I mean, you look at Puig and... There you go. Um, before we get to our pick, I wanted to do a little programming note. Okay. Um, you and I are going to get together in a couple of days. Yes. And uh, we're going to live pod do a live podcast of the two of us playing Cones of Dunshire. <laughs> it's, you know, we got the game off Kickstarter, yeah. and uh, it's, it's going to be a very rough play. I mean, it could last days. Yeah, weeks even. Actually, it's all about the lamplighter, isn't it? About the lamplighter. <laughs> you know, you think it's about. <laughs> oh my god! I loved in that interview when he was like, "I don't know how to play it. It's a made-up game." Um, so what we're actually going to do is uh, this this coming Saturday, you and I are going to get together. We're going to watch episode one of season three of House of Cards. Well, now I would love to do this. Uh, don't get me wrong, but you know, if you feel like you can't wait till then, I mean. Don't you know? It doesn't behoove me to know that you know if you don't want to have to wait for me to watch. I, that. I wouldn't wait for you. I wouldn't, oh, okay. except I actually literally do not have time to watch it between <laughs> okay, now and good. then. Me neither. <laughs> I have zero time to watch it between now and then. And but I, I do, guarantee you, after we watch that one episode, I'll probably watch like six more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that weekend. I'm really hoping I'll have I can squeeze in time to watch the last episode of season two. Oh, okay. but I don't know if I'll have time for that or not. So. That's a good call. But we're going to watch season one, season three, episode one, and we're going to put together a little podcast about it. Yeah, maybe, maybe not necessarily then, but um, we'll see if yeah. we have time. If we have time, we'll, we'll try to get on the, the, the mics. If yeah, not, then we'll, we'll, we'll do it very soon. We'll see what we can uh, do. So it might actually be good to, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. We'll work we'll, it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, have a meeting of the minds about yeah. it did you see the video that i tweeted out about uh the house of cards on sesame street i saw it but i don't remember it <laughs> i didn't i didn't actually watch it oh no you need to watch it okay you need to watch it it's so good so uh sesame street did this parody of house of cards where it was um the the titular character uh frank underwood was a wolf and he has all the mannerisms. He acts just like him. He talks like him. And he has all – it's just real – I mean it's totally – talk to the camera? Talks to the camera, <laughs> all this stuff. And it's all about the three little pigs and blowing, nice. their, and blowing their house down. So he's called Frank Underwolf. <laughs> um, I'm, te- I'm telling you, you have to watch it as soon as we get done with this podcast. <laughs> I will. Um, I'll, re- I'll resend it to you. Okay. And uh, it was – it was like a really good three minutes, especially if you've watched House of Cards. You, you'll get a lot of the jokes. Um, it's very funny. So, so I recommend the Sesame Street House of Cards parody. I'm definitely going to watch that. Uh, after, I, I should also say that uh, uh, my wife is trying to catch up on House of Cards. She's uh, about halfway through season one, maybe a little bit more than halfway through. And just tonight she watched the Russo in the car with Francis Underwood. Oh, that was that was rough, and she was watching it. I was getting ready for the podcast. She was watching. It. I went out to make myself a drink, and I saw her watching it. So I was standing behind the couch as she was watching it, just looking at her reaction. <laughs> You're just waiting, just, just waiting. waiting. And he closes the garage door and walks out. And she turns around to me and she goes, "That dude is messed up." <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, just wait till you, I I kind of got spoiled a little bit. I read a little article that was ex- talking about season three yeah. and one of, one of the things from the uh, one of a, a scene from the first episode. And it's like, wow, Frank, that's that's low even for you. He's not going to push anybody in front of a subway car, is he? Uh, no, but it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. Okay. So anyway, um, yeah, excited about House of Cards. I'm I'm very much looking forward to season three as uh, El Presidente. El Presidente, yes, <laughs> El Jefe Underwood. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited. So some picks. Well, we're out of here or a pick. A pick. So in in a in a rare uh, twist of fate. Uh, we have actually picked the exact same thing. Yeah, <laughs> Alto's Adventure. I'm actually playing. I'm actually uh, playing it right now. Uh, I would be if I wasn't like running the soundboard on my iPad. <laughs> oh, llamas equal points. Llamas equal points. Okay, so Alto's Adventure. Uh, I want you to explain this game to our audience. Okay, so you're you're on a snowboard. It's a runner. It is a runner, but it's instead of being a uh, like the Temple Run runners where you're facing where you're running, it's a side scrolling runner. Mm-hmm. Where you're snowboarding down a mountain, and your goals are to uh, rescue your llamas. Uh, but don't worry, you'll get four right off the bat every time. Um, I, don't, I don't understand why they do four right off the bat. Uh, <laughs> get coins. Trying try to give you a head start, make you feel good about okay, yourself. I guess so. Hey, there's four llamas for you. Uh, you're doing tricks, and you're uh, jumping over things, and uh, escaping from crazy people. And and the thing about this game is it's similar in mechanics to other games that have come out. Uh, and it's similar in quality to other games that have come out. But I don't think we've seen a game, a, a downhill skiing type, you know, tiny wings type game that's yeah. been this good with art, this good with music and sound, this good. Exactly. There it is right there. I yeah. mean, the sound, the music. It, uh, it's so pretty it's simple it's fun yeah um it, it's it's a cool game to play and i just and I, and you know me i'll pause right here because i can't i'm not doing oh you really really are playing. Playing. i thought you were I kidding no, I was still, I was <laughs> um i don't play a lot of games on my iphone um right. i really don't i mean i'm running out of room on your iphone for games trust yeah only only so much space now that i literally have like eight movies on here but um <laughs> No, I, I just don't play a lot of games on the iPhone, and uh, this is one that I can seriously not put down. It's yeah. just – it's simple. It's fun. The My only downside to it was that I wish you could select a skier versus a snowboarder, but that is a minimal um, yeah, minimal ask. But I, I would love to not be a snowboarder because I don't like snowboarders. You know, as as someone who has skied in the past, and I would not consider myself a skier – Next year you will be. I'm going to agree with you on the on the snowboarder thing, but the game is a hell of a lot of fun. It's for iPhone and iPad. Uh, it's a dollar ninety nine. Worth it. It's worth every penny. Um, and basically, you're just skiing, you're snowboarding downhill, and collecting things and doing. I hate these elders. Elders are assholes. And doing tricks and stuff and and accomplishing goals and the goals get you to oh, upper I just levels. Did this badass double backflip, pretty much straight down. Because of the way the mountain was turning. Oh, mm-hmm. I missed. I died. So uh, you're yeah. – uh, see, I've, I've played it a bit more than you. And so yes. I kind of know what you're in for. Uh-oh. So what level are you on right now? Oh, crap. I have to go back. How do I tell? Wait a minute. If you go into uh, goals, I think it will tell you. 
I'm level ten. Level ten. Okay, so you're 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 awfully close to a, a threshold point. Okay. Um. So once you finish level ten, you get a new character. Oh, really? Yes. I did not know this until oh. uh, until I got past level ten, and I was like, "Oh shit, new character!" So you're not Alto anymore. You you can be Alto if you want, but you can also be Maya. Oh. And Maya is she? Skier. She takes long. No, she's not skier. She's yeah. a snowboarder. Uh, she she does backflips faster, but she you have to build up speed. You have to do more work to build up speed. Huh. But she's, in my opinion, a better, an easier snowboarder to deal with. But okay. you also find out when you get Maya, you find out that there are other characters also, but you have to earn them through progressing up. Hmm. Um, so that's one thing that, that, uh, you haven't seen yet, but you will very soon. What level are you on? I, oh, uh, let me look it up. Let me see. Hold on. This is, this is, this is live, incredibly oh, compelling. I was so close to that llama. Oh my God. <laughs> Llamas are points. Some of those rocks, man, they're really thin. Like, the rocks are really, and then some of the campfires are pretty ridiculous too. And can we talk about the time change from um, day to night? And okay, that's snowboarding just ridiculous. At, snowboarding at night is very difficult. So one thing that's really amazing about this game is they have uh, day to night transitions. Yes, that occur not in real time, but like if you're if you're like in a sunset and you die and you start over again, you'll still be in sunset and it'll yes. progress through. And so it it has like a natural rhythm to it, and then also there'll be storms. And so like if you start one and you're in a storm, and you die quickly and start over again, the storm will still be happening. It's just crazy. I am on level twenty two. Wow! And yeah, you are crushing it. I have I have three characters right now. I have. Um, They're all snowboarders. Yeah, I have I have Alto, of course. I have yes. okay, so Alto is a young shepherd boy. This is who you start with. Young shepherd boy with a love for llamas, which I mean, who doesn't have a love for llamas? Yes. And a taste for adventure, a great all around snowboarder. I have unlocked Maya. Maya is an explorer at heart and light on her feet. She can flip much faster than others, but has trouble building speed. And I've also unlocked Paz. Paz is he has a big heart and even bigger muscles. Oz is slow to start, but once momentum is on his side, nothing can stand in his way. He's kind of like the opposite of Maya. He builds up speed really fast, but he does not flip very well. Um, then I don't I don't know the information about these characters yet, but there's an, another character at level 31 that looks like he or she has like maybe like a bow and arrow or something. I don't know what that is. And then at level 41, there's another character that I'm pretty sure is a llama. So it looks Wait, like no. so we can be a llama, but we just can't be a skier. Right, exactly. And then uh, at level fifty one, total sense. There's a, finally a, a last character at level fifty one that looks like some sort of like shaman or mage or something. Mm. But you can only see the outlines of them, so I don't really know. A sherpa. About Maybe it's a sherpa. I don't know. It's a sherpa. So all right, cool. I'm excited. It's a fun game. It's a really fun game. I got a couple of of, of quick tips for you if right. you're just starting out, or if you're on level ten. Um. Uh, if you're just starting out, focus on completing the goals because that's how you go through the game and get more characters and stuff. Um, uh, don't skimp on the grinding on the banners and on the buildings because that builds up points and it counts as a trick. And when you come off of that, you'll get a boost because it's a trick. 
Um, um, you can upgrade the, if you go into, I guess it's in workshop, you can go in and upgrade the, the length of your feather, which lets you float above stuff and the yeah. magnet, which pulls coins to you. Um, but you have to, you use coins. You don't like, it's not in-app purchases. You use the coins you collect Thank to upgrade God. those things. Yeah. There's no in-app purchases, which is really good. And then, um, uh, the other thing is use tricks, grinding on things, doing grinding on things, <laughs> uh, grinding on the banners and the, um, I love jumping on rocks, like jumping, yeah, over, like, jumping on rocks, smashing rocks, getting, getting like boosts, grinding, doing backflips, double backflips, things. things like that. You use those to build up speed to do more tricks and things. But also, I found this out. If you're running away from an elder and you, you do a quick trick, like grind on something or do a quick backflip, it gives you that boost of speed to get away from the elder. Yep. Yeah. So then um, uh, what was the last thing I was going to say? I don't remember. All right. Crap. Tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. I'm sure I'll remember it as soon as we're done. Yes. Well, it's a fun game. You should check it out. Well it is worth a really good game. The dollar ninety nine, and uh, that's our show. Yeah, it is. It's a good one. <sighs> Definitely top ten. Oh, without a doubt. Top top seventy five at least. Especially with the the Ducktales theme in there. Boom. The Inspector Gadget theme. And the, and the, the Mighty Inspector Mouse Gadget? Inspector Gadget. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the Danger Mouse. What was the Danger Mouse theme song? Uh, well, you remember you heard it earlier. Um, I did. Yeah, of course you did. Oh. Wink. Yes. Oh, because <laughs> you're gonna put it in. <laughs> nice. Paradise. <laughs> uh, that's our show. No more show to be had. Uh, you know, better throw on for the next episode. Maybe a discussion now that we'll be five episodes in. A better call Saul. Yes. Like to talk about that. Um, my initial thoughts versus my thoughts now. Uh, but we are already over an hour and so this will be a discussion for another day um maybe we'll do an all tv pod and do some house of cards some better call Saul. Uh, i think that's an x oh i remember what i was gonna say of course you did i remember what i was gonna say about alta's adventure okay so you were just talking about doing bat flips and double back flips yeah uh you will come upon soon a goal land a triple backflip what? Yes, a triple backflip. You're going to have to land a triple backflip. You have to float to do that? No. You have to build a shitload of speed. Okay. Uh, so you're going to need Maya to do it. Okay. So that's my that's my tip on triple backflips. And then, a little while later, you're going to okay. come up to a goal that says, land two triple backflips in one run. Wow. And it took me forever to do it. But it's doable. Build up a shitload of speed. You can do it. Okay. I'm excited. I love the, your faith in me. You can do it. Do it. So ba- so basically my whole point is use tricks to build speed to do bigger tricks. Boom. Boom. Science of the rocket. Yep. That's our show, folks. No more to be had today or any day until the next time. And that next time will be a good day because House of Cards is back. And then it'll be gone again because you will watch all of it in like three days or <laughs> two days. Um so I'll leave you with this. To improve is to change. To perfect is to change often. For Nicholas, this is Brandon. Have an A1 day. <laughs> <laughs>